On today's show, do you mind if I ask you a few questions? It's Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. Hello and welcome to the Rewash Party. This is episode four. Four of these already, guys. Four. Four of them. And we're, on, we're still in A. And B, C, <laughs> actually. On. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first one was numbers, so we were. Yeah. It took us. It took us two to get to the. I think A's we'd be and, like at M by now, but in fourth yeah, episode. Oh, but boy. here we are in A. Yeah. A is a big contender. I think S and R are kind of tied for most movies in the letters, but A's A's a contender, for sure. Uh, anyway. Welcome. I am your host, Nick Ryder. Joining me, as always, are the Courtney's to my Cox, Lois, <laughs> and Brandon. Boy, is she hot yes. in this movie. Yeah, this yeah. is like... Yeah. This is peak... I don't know, when was Friends on? I it mean, was it, definitely on the air, I think. Like, was this towards the beginning of it? Cause probably, yeah. It had, what, eight seasons? Nine? Wait, what, what were we talking about? Friends? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's as much as Seinfeld probably has. So it's eight or nine seasons, but this is somewhere towards the beginning. Of oh, for it. sure. Like she, She's yeah, so much younger. She was already very well known from Friends when she got... When, <clears throat> ten seasons. Ten seasons. Yeah. So close so, to sign. They actually Yeah, but she, she, uh, she looks very good in this. Very I, will, I will say... 94 oh. to 04 is what Friends... Oh, ran. so this is the first season. Like, this is the first year of Friends also, because this is 1994. She was probably breaking out as an actress, getting a movie role. A b- Got a movie role and a big TV show all at the same time. This is Courtney Cox at her apex. Her <laughs> A-Cox. Her A-Cox? Yeah. It's just, from here, it's a steady slope down to I, Cougar Town. I was watching uh, yeah. Shameless, and she plays a cameo in there as, uh, you know, a drunk or whatever that needs one of the main characters to look after. You know which one I'm talking about, right? It's a sober know. companion episode. Uh, she's in there, and she looks, I mean, she looks kind of good for an old woman, but that's an old woman. Well, yeah. I mean, not everybody can age like Jennifer Aniston. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, that so woman hot. is 51 and still looks like 25. Can't tell the difference. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. But, Corporate needs you to dis- distinguish between this picture and this picture. Yeah. And just <laughs> I mean, we, always, we were talking about Paul Rudd never aging, and people talk about Keanu Reeves never aging, but they, at least you can start to see a difference. Jennifer Aniston, absolutely not. No. So well done, Jennifer. You no. will show up in the rewatch eventually at some point. But, yeah, uh, I hope so. God, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, come away. I mean, oh, the internet yeah. exists, Lois. You can, you can look at her anytime you want. Ah, you don't have oh, to yeah, wait. You can. Ah. Uh, so... Today we're talking, obviously, about Ace Ventura from 1994, which is directed by Tom Shadyak. Shadyak? Shadyak. Alrighty then. Yeah, and we have a special Jim Carrey soundboard today. Le who? The her. And whenever you need to make a joke or something, I got an ace laugh too. Oh, God. (laughs) All right. Well, so... (laughs) There it is. Uh, So Tom here, Mr. Shadyak... Also directed The Nutty Professor. Oh, wait. Got the, myself which, a date. Which one? Friday uh, oh, night. Okay, Eddie Murphy one? Have to masturbate. She yeah. might just be my mate. She might just, yeah. <laughs> that would be so great. <laughs> uh, liar, Liar, another Jim Carrey. He did Patch Adams, both Bruce and Evan Almighty, and then other stuff I'd never really heard of, but he did. He did Patch Adams? Yeah. What a nice, sensitive role after doing all these comedies. Yeah. Like, yeah, he had 
I never diverse. actually saw Patch Adams though. It's about the you know the, the doctor Robin Williams right uses but, laughter as as healing. I, and I don't someone's think I've like, ever yeah, it no, I have a broken bone. Yeah, well, we'll just laugh your femur back together. It'll be great. I think he actually heals somebody's <laughs> cancer with his laughter. If anybody could, Robin Williams That's could. That's right. Rest in pieces, man. Rest in pieces, Jesus. Yeah. My man. Well, he you know he's he wasn't probably drawn and quartered. Well, <laughs> he, he was. Uh, he's probably a skeleton now, and then it's in pieces. Uh, but still, still so much hair. He's yeah. He's so still got hair. held together. Hair still there. You know, so your hair keeps growing after you die. <laughs> Fucking Robin Williams corpse. It's like cousin it down there. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ace. Uh, so <laughs> we uh, our opening scene is Jim Carrey with the with the package. Clearly marked fragile, do not break or do not crush or whatever. Got and the brown, uh, the brown suit like a UPS it's very driver. Very UPS like, but um, it says HDS. Was it HDS? I think it's HDS. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. I don't know, but you know he's whistling a jaunty tune and cartwheeling over the box and kicking it and smashing it and uh, like gets to the top of the stairs and fucking reverse throws it back down the stairs yeah. and his little. That part where he like he jumps over it, squishes his legs, gets on all fours, and then flips it over his head. <laughs> I remember doing that as a kid so much. And by the way, this came out in '94, and I probably 94. I got to watch it probably '95, '90s, you know, in the early, later '90s. And <clears throat> I had the box set. Uh, it was Liar Liar, Dumb and Dumber, the um, whole Batman Forever, and VHS. this one. Oh yeah, old VHS. Uh, well, of obviously '90s. Yeah, duh. yeah stupid question. I'm sorry. It's could have right. been Laserdisc. It could have been Laserdisc, <laughs> but right. my family did not afford Laserdiscs, uh, by the way. But I, I, this was my favorite actor growing up. Um, it was everybody's, man. Like, Dude, sometimes I, my, I would contort my face the way he would uh, contort his face. I read his biography. I was really into Jim Carrey. This is classic 90s this Jim is, Carrey. This is, like, as we were talking about earlier before, uh, so it was this, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber all came out in 1994. Oh, he was on and, a roll. Like, he had some minor roles before this, uh, but, like, yeah, it was. you could say this was his first starring role, and then I think The Mask was filmed first, but released after this was successful. Oh, The Mask was in that box set. And then Dumb and Dumber, but by the time that came out, he was getting $20 million a movie in 1994, and this is his first year being a leading man. I mean, you that's fucking Ken Griffey Jr.'s first at bat. <laughs> home run immediately like just jesus and then 95 was batman forever and ace ventura 2 like he just came out of nowhere essentially just came out swinging i mean he, he was always sort of known yeah he was uh, overly confident gay guy in, in oh, and fire marshal bill and uh i mean i remember him from earth girls are easy and he has this weird starring he stars his death in this movie called high strung I don't think I've ever seen that. High Strong was just, it's just this guy like going around his apartment bitching. It's almost like a fucking Dennis Leary rant, but he's not Dennis Leary, you know? Mm. And then at the end, like he's so stressed out, Jim Carrey as the devil comes and gets him at the end. It's kind of weird, but you'd think like with Jim Carrey. Oh, it's a very small role? Yeah. Well, he was in Once Bitten. Yeah, Once Bitten. That was what I remember. Like a teenage vampire movie. Great flick, great flick. Do you um, have that in the, the vault? No, don't have it. Yeah, it's only available on VHS. On beta, actually. <laughs> All right. On old reel-to-reels. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Ace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you're in charge of that, so all your jokes are going to sound funnier. <laughs> uh, hey, I've got laughs over here. I'll throw some of your Yeah, way. that's right. You threw some at me, yeah. was it last week, two weeks ago, with the bracket? Le who? 
Yeah. All right. We're oh, uh, really you get re- some good ones. Four episode in, and we're uh, really up in the budget. That's right. On the rewatch party, I like this. Okay. We got all this sponsorship, and now we can yeah. afford some proper mixers and mics. And we such. got sponsored by World's Gym, and uh, <laughs> we let gotta, me tell you something. It turns out you can trade tree explosions for laugh tracks. <laughs> I was listening back to that episode, man, and how many times I laughed at your shitty ass impression, which was still sort of funny either way. It's, yeah, uh, you just got this weird inflection that you're like, "This is I'm, I'm, I'm Jesse I, the Body Ventura." I think I sound more like I'm doing an impression of somebody doing an impression of Jesse Ventura. <laughs> it's like it's what like, anyone does in Arnold these days. It's oh, an impression yeah, yeah. of uh, what's his name, Frank something. Yeah, and nobody can do Castillo. a Christopher Walken impression because we're all doing Jay Moore's Christopher Walken impression. Which is good. Yeah, but... Put it in your asshole. He actually sounds like Christopher Walken, whereas we sound like Jay Moore. Do it again, and I'll stab you in the face with a soldering Oh, yeah, he's coming up. In the, the definitely Joe Dirt. Oh, I love Joe Dirt. All right. Oh, yeah, Moving so we're, we're fucking up this package. Just going along, fucking up this package. Like, the elevator door slams on it a few times. Uh, yeah, I have a note here about the back kick over the head move. And then, uh, so he gets to the door and we get this angry guy. He's like, what the fuck? Uh, signing it. And as he signs it, he's like, oh, I want to pitch your dog. He's like, yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit. Grumbly dude. So, I don't give a rat's ass. Uh, oh, yeah. Was it sign here? And she'll hear, 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 mark here, do all this. And then ends up just taking it and going, I'll finish the rest. Thank you. And <laughs> runs off. And guys, whatever. Just throws the box. And it doesn't even look at it. Like. Sounds the, broken. Yeah. Probably is. It probably sure is. Sure, it was something nice, though. Oh, I do have a note here about his, who's your boo-boo? Who's your, his little dog talk. Right. Because I may or may not talk to my dog like that. But, uh... Yeah, so we get Ace rushing out of the building, and the dude is yelling at the dog, like, because it's just sitting at the door, you know, not moving. And then we go, oh, no, it's a doll. You've been played. You've been played, and we get our first ever Lehu Zahur. Lehu Zahur. Here of the movie. Lehu Zahur. And he pulls out, pulls open his ashtray. He's got a full of dog food. Um, Hungry but, fella? Yeah. Like, there you go. The car won't start. We'll just wait a few seconds, and then a bat crashes into his windshield. <laughs> or we can just try it now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the comedic timing of Jim Carrey is just fucking... Unmatched. He's so gets the car started. Says alrighty then, and takes off. Uh, I'll, he does a Tokyo Drift maneuver. I like pointing these out. Seems like every move we've had so far has had at least one little drifting throw someone off the car maneuver. Oh, so yeah. So far we've had that. I mean, I think yeah. every time yeah. a Tokyo Drift has happened. Um, so he gets the guy off the car, and then he leans out the window and puts on his shades. Just fucking cool guy, Ace. And now from now it was kind of smooth how he did just, that. Just ripped him out and like threw him on. And by the way, um, if you read some trivia on this, he based his character off like the smartest bird. So he likes got a lot of bird movement. The the cockatoo kind of yeah. Hair that flare. would explain the hairdo. It mm-hmm. looks like he has a fucking swan on top of his head. It's always wearing these, pompadour. He's wearing yeah. these bright colors very, for shirts. So very like Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, the literally feathered. Hair, thank you very yeah, much. It's, it, yeah, very much like a pompadour, but uh, over the top. Okay. And it's even more so in the sequel, which I don't have, sadly. We have, I guess, one week to get that in the rewatch before it's missed. Uh, if you have it, feel free to send it our way, listeners. Yeah, that's right. Any listeners want to send it when yeah. nature calls our way. But 
Uh, yeah, so we get that. Uh, da, 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 Why, yeah, well, he was still in the dog. And find he has, out he has for somebody. Yeah, well, yeah, he it, he stole the dog back because he's getting paid to retrieve the dog. He is a pet detective, after all. So he takes it back to the lady who is just spilling out of this top. Like, oh, she's just... I didn't notice. You didn't notice? No. You're too busy looking at her face, huh? Well, I was following the story. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the saxophone starts, and how can I ever repay you? He's like, well, there was some damage to my car. It's a high-performance machine, so I had to fill it with premium. And how about if I just take your pants off? Let me think. Would you like me to take your pants off instead? Gee, let me think. Um, sure. And... <laughs> Real friendly around here. And you, there's even a shot where his pants are still on a bit. You can still see yeah, the, the bottom of his I remember pants. watching this. So you're 94, so I was 12. Like, obviously, I knew what blowjobs were. And I was just, I couldn't get my head around. How is she doing that if he's swinging around so much? It just doesn't make those, it makes no sense to me. My, my 12-year-old brain just didn't get the joke. Do you understand now? I get it now, yeah. Super, super aggressive blowjobs. Yeah. Uh, I was watching this with the, with the girlfriend and her kid. And Uh-oh. he was all like... Uh, he's got red all over his face. <laughs> I was like, where do you think that's from? I don't know. And he's four years old, by the way. And uh, they were kissing. The, are they married? <laughs> he, okay. So kids don't get this, obviously. Not, not generally. I, I, obviously. I, hope, I hope that's true everywhere. And I certain, certainly didn't get it when I was probably 10 or 11. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. 12, 12, four, four might be a bit much. Did he understand what the blowjob was all about or why she no. disappeared out of the bottom of the screen? Or No, he, he he's not a very good uh, listener, so he's not even watching half of it. And then he uh. looks over and asks all these questions. We're like, just watch the damn movie, kid. <laughs> watch it or don't. Yeah. Fuck. So, uh, so then we get these random guys at this tank yeah, feed, the feeding tank. a dolphin. Uh, there's a shot and we get like, Mr. Mysterious music and a and a truck driving away, very so this, manly hand grabbing right. the dolphin to inject it, a, it. Yeah, give it a give it a shot. So this is you know this is our plot. That's the plot. So dolphin is stolen. Dolphin is stolen. Well, the close up on the ring too, because that comes. Oh, that's in. right. Yeah, that's right. You do see the ring. Um. So then we and got, a very manly hand. Just want to just yeah. note that it, again. Right, that manly way. hand. Yeah, man yeah. hand. She had man hands. She had man hands. Um, yeah, so then he gets he squeals into the spot. Like his parking jobs throughout these two movies are <laughs> fucking fantastic. But has a bag of groceries and he sees his landlord is up, so he yanks like a palm branch and hides his face as he walks by. And it's funny. There's like the, he's watching Jeopardy or some sort of game show, Wheel of Fortune, and they go, "And this is uh, Steve. He's a housewife from." And that's what I remember always, that it always stands out. He's a housewife from... A ho- I don't remember that at all. Let's see if maybe we can hear I it. just... Let's see here. Oh, let me... Oh. Uh, she's a housewife, so... She's a housewife. Okay. Well, that's what the closed captioning is saying. And now, let's meet our contestants. First, meet our challenger. She's a housewife from It sounds like he's saying he's... It does he's. sound like he's housewife. So I always remember that. Closed captioning's really ruined this movie. because He goes, oh, gee, boo. He goes, oh, use boo. Oh, really? Like, it tries to uh, translate these in a way, transcribe it, and it's not right. Yeah. You know, it's hit or miss with those. Sometimes they're more funny than what was actually said, though. <laughs> yeah. But uh, So, yeah, he has the palm front, and I love that when he 
goes to enter the building, there's a stack of there's them. There's a stack <laughs> of them, yeah. To it he keeps doing this thing. Uh, so, yeah, he gets up to his door and you hear, Ventura. That's really good. Do that again. <laughs> okay, hang on. Let me, let me do this again. Let me prepare. <clears throat> Man, I sound just like him. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Ventura. Yes, Satan. <laughs> yes, Satan. And you know, that's Hector from Breaking Bad, the yeah, ding, the, ding, ding. The guy, was he mute or just so old and uh, Well, whatever? the story of Breaking Saul, I mean, uh, Better Call Saul tells the story of how he's that way, but uh, he had a massive stroke is what, ah, uh, okay. essentially what happened. So he just has the bell to communicate with, and it ended up not doing him very much good. No, well, that, it, that one he scene. ended up winning, sort <laughs> of. I mean, he killed himself and the guy he really hates, but it's only because that guy killed his best friend, and he didn't have to do that. So he was trying to get revenge on something that you didn't have to get revenge on. He just got even with you by giving you a stroke. <laughs> there we go. Anyways, All right. watch Better Call Saul, everybody. <laughs> it's really, really good. Welcome back to Better Call Saul, y'all. Our Texas-based podcast about the prequel to Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's right. And so, <laughs> back to Ace Ventura. Here's where, yeah, you owe me rent. So, obviously, our hero is a down-on-his-luck, out-of-money guy. Uh, well, I would guess there's not a lot of work for pet not, detectives not a lot, in Miami. Probably not a lot. No, I wouldn't imagine. But he has this big case where if he finds this pigeon, there's a $25,000 reward. That's a hell of a pigeon. That's right. You find pigeons fucking anywhere. Well, it was an albino pigeon. So it was very right. rare. So he says, I heard the animals in there again. Scratching. Like, there's no animals. And so he jiggles the keys. It's like, come like, on, come act, on in. Acting like the lock is sticky, but that's really the signal. Yeah. Um, so they open the door. Obviously, there are no animals. Go ahead. Look around. Go ahead. Snoop around. I could recite the hell out of this movie. I've seen it so many goddamn times. And he goes in there and... Yeah, how do you cover up the smell of this many animals? <laughs> we don't even know the extent of it just No, yet. we don't. And it's every animal... No, and what about the the refrigerator with the, the penguin, penguin door? Yeah, yeah. How would you not question that? <laughs> yeah, why do you have a cat door in your fridge? What's going on there? Yeah. Also, does your food go bad really easily because you're well, losing you got, all the cold air? You've got the the what do they call it the the freezer door curtains or whatever that you get in, when you have walk-ins. Yeah, but look, well, it literally shows it shows the, the thing look, on the. <laughs> Oh, no big deal. I guess he wants to grab his, uh, that's the freezer, by the way. So he wants to get his meat easily. Oh, that's the bottom on the, yeah, freezer on the bottom. So, yeah, that's, uh, I mean. And his name is Shikadance. Shikadance. And according to the trivia on IMDb, uh, Jim Carrey had a landlord named, or was owned by the Shikadance brothers. So he threw that guy in. A uh, little bit of info for little, you. Little shout out. So A little bit of Trivia for you. And one thing I noticed, continuity thing. So when we're scrolling, that's a solid flap on the freezer. But when the penguins come out in a minute, it's slitted. It's, it's, it's got like, the curtains. Uh, yeah. yeah. Different slits. Yeah. yeah little man. issue there. So, we like to catch those continuity errors. And whenever yeah. we get them. Yes! Yes! That's, that's right. We orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Alrighty then. 
So the landlord doesn't see anything, and he grumbles his way out, and he closes the door and says, Come to me, my jungle friends. And animals come out of fucking everywhere. Now, the landlord literally just walked away. He can hear you still. (laughs) You've got fucking... Birds and all sorts, like... Especially if he said, I, I hear them scratching around in yeah. their So, this is... I mean, this is a terrible cover-up here. And again, birds shit all over... He's got... I'm trying to look at it here. I don't know how many, but still furry animals, so there's going to be hair everywhere. One of them's a fucking skunk! How does he not smell this shit? And by the way, too... <laughs> well, don't scare the skunk. I, I, I would I would just guess he's really good at doing this because all the leaves, all the palm leaves, he's done this probably many times and had to avoid the guy. So he knows he can probably bail out of there and the guy's or, not going to knock at his door. Or the landlord is just really that un- unobservant. Well, you know, maybe he the first time that this happened, he was so scared and he waited hours and uh, nothing. He said every time he had to keep doing it, he, he got a little bit braver and braver. This no, is the no. time where he saw he's like, we got this. This guy's not doing shit. Come, come to me, me, jungle friends. And they just oh. come swarming out. That's right. Um, An iguana. He's got a little little goober there. Oh, he's a little got goober. A, he's got a monkey, a racken. He's got a couple cats. He's got the, the parakeet. Uh, hey, I wonder if that monkey uh, was Marcel from Friends. Ah, uh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, dude, guarantee it. Like, uh, Wishbone was in so... He's oh, in Wishbone's Bones. in The Mask. You know, they, they use... Oh, yeah, because, I mean, there aren't a whole lot of animal actors. And, you know. So you got to. It, it takes some time to train these guys, so they, they're like regular actors. You they know? make multiple movies, yeah. Well, Jim Carrey. I think uh, Wishbone was in more uh, more <laughs> movies than Jim Carrey was <laughs> in 1994. Potentially. Um, potentially. Potentially. So then we go to the the owner of the dolphins, and he's meeting with his people. And, frankly, he doesn't give a flying fuck. That snowflake, the dolphin, has been dolphin-napped? <laughs> Porpoise-napped? Well, I did want to mention later, like, they talk about kidnapping. I go, why? That's what, I wanted to bring up kidnapping. It's weird. Do we? Is it for kids? Can we call it man-napping if it's a dude or dolphin-napping? I man-napped today. Yeah. <laughs> I took a man-nap today. Uh, yeah, so anyway, it's just the owner only gives a fuck that his players are superstitious, and this might make them play bad. So it's worth it to him to get... The fish back. Um, and so they're confused as to how to do this, and some random lady brings up this pet detective. Oh, he's really quite good or something. He's really quite good. And so they, I guess, go with it because... It's a highly scientific process. A, yes. Uh, his beeper goes off, and he comes race. Oh, yeah, it goes off as he's just about to get the albino pigeon. He's on top of a building, and he goes lunging for the pigeon and falls off. Into the trash and his and, beeper and goes off. And about this yeah. music, that beautiful little bass lands in the garbage, <laughs> and his beeper's going off. So he races into Dolphin Stadium, always for the rest of the movie, driving out of the side window because he can't see out of his windshield. <laughs> yeah. Just hanging way over it and, like a dog, uh, like a glove. Those, damn, I didn't even try on that. I filled that one in. I'm sorry. But his another super parking job. He's, we, we, he meets Courtney Cox for the first time, and she tells him about Snowflake and the halftime trick where he uh, Snowflake makes a field goal. Yep. 
Blue Fairy 2! Blue Fairy 2! And I love the part, because he's just dumping a sunflower seed shells on the <gasps> desk. He's like, do you need an ashtray? He's like, I don't smoke. It's a nasty habit. He's got <laughs> fucking sunflower shit stuck in his teeth. And <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, Martha Mates. Oh, yeah, the bitch! <laughs> She's like, yeah. what? Oh, it was a Pekingese, blah, blah, blah. Half dead, dog. Hyde Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a good little gag. Uh, if I'm not... Oh, yeah, so he's going to... Now we go to examine the tank. Yep, it's time to tank. And he says, if I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. It's <laughs> good. And so he's doing his Star Trek impression here. Start A, 23.9, rounded off to the nearest decimal point. And yeah, he's just jamming. And I was thinking, if this was a real guy and they put hidden cameras on him, like, uh, he wouldn't act like this around. He wouldn't act like this, really. No. Like the part where he's uh, doing Mission Impossible, hops over oh, this the thing. And, thing and, and then hops right back to go through that <laughs> yeah. door. Yeah. The way he walks when he's by himself. Like, oh, I, come on. No, but this is just Jim Carrey, just Jim Carrey and all over this. They just let him Jim Carrey all over this face. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're paying the... You pay for Jim Carrey, you get Jim Carrey, my God. I mean, you got a Jim Carrey when you Jim Carrey, you know what I mean? And then you Jim Carrey all over everyone else's Jim Carrey. <laughs> all right. God damn it. I was hoping you guys would keep going with the Jim Carrey's. Go ahead. <laughs> I saw what you were going for, and I thought, just, I would just let it be yeah. deadpan side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, ass out Star Trek is, I've got to, Mr. And uh, the press is coming up, and they're trying to hold the press back, and he does this, this whole thing where he comes out acting like a German Dilsifen trainer. Do okay, you so do this is an important thing. This is what I saw originally, and in any other theatrical version of this, this was not in the movie. It goes, And if you watch the Netflix version, this scene has not been in it at all. Uh, you haven't seen this. No. And they put this on the VHS as... Never before seen footage. Oh my God! Really? And let's uh, give it to let's give it to Brandon here. Yes. Well, Roger, been waiting all day. I gotta get a shot of his new trick for the evening news. What? Is he sick? I be getting this work done with all the shouting. What's wrong with the shouting? <laughs> Who the hell is that? That's a. Uh... Heinz gets velvet. I am trainer of dolphins. You want to talk to the dolphin? You talk to me. What happened to the regular trainer? What happened to him? What happened to me? Seven years I'm the big great. <laughs> we are making the dolphins disappear, and then Roy is coming with the white tiger, and the stomping in the pants, and I'm gone. Where is Snowflake? Why do you care about the dolphin? Do you know him? Does he call you at home? Do you have a dorsal fin? <laughs> Do you have a dorsal fin? train the dolphin! You must think like the dolphin! You must be getting inside the dolphin's head and communicating. I'm saying to Snowflake, and he is saying, and he is up on the tail, and you can quote him. All right! So there we go. That is officially not in the movie. Officially? Officially. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. We have two laugh tracks that neither of them played for that joke, by the way. I just want to point that out. And you're even in charge of one of them. 
It's too far. Yeah, that's fair. So I it goes in. I, anyway, so I, I wrote down, yeah, the do you know him? Does he call you home? Do you have a door, Stephen? I got it. I got it. Yeah. Uh, see, I get, I'd only ever seen the VHS that I had, so I had no idea that that wasn't in the movie. Why and did it get cut? So highly. Know? Well, timing, I don't know. maybe. Maybe it was offensive to German people. I don't know. Uh, no, because Mike Myers still had his Sprockets character on Saturday Night Live mm. around this time. Okay. It's cut for time. You maybe. Know. Or so that it they doesn't... could, or that they, so they could do exactly that. Just be able to put fucking 10 seconds of Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey-ing and un- never before seen footage. Oh my God. You know? Yeah. 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 It's just like why they film shit for DVD extras now. Yeah. So it could have just been that. I don't know. I was that was like a highly quotable scene. I don't know why that'd be one you cut. Seven years. <laughs> yeah, it holds yeah. up five fingers. Just a lot of good stuff. So yeah, he's back and look, and he finds this little wedge, this little thing in the filter of the pool. Oh, pardon me. Yeah, and he and finds I, some sort of amber-looking stone. Some little stone thing, and yeah. then we go to the police station where we meet Tone Loke. That's right. And he talks out of his ass. That's our opening line for this episode. Yeah. Uh, ask you a, a question. A mio. I'd like Great. to ask you a few questions. And see how it like. The it, captions say ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tone Loke, by the way. I don't know how many. He was in a few movies, but not many. So the only one I can remember him being in in this era was Blank Check. Oh, Jesus. I forgot all about Blank That's Check. Right. Um, but when I used to work... Blank, you've never seen Blank Check? No, I've never even in heard Boston, of that. Uh, at Boston Market out in L.A., Tone Loke, I was at the Burbank location, and Tone Loke would come in almost every day and get a chicken Caesar salad. Really? Yeah. I served Tone Loke. I, don't, I can't even try to estimate how many chicken Caesar salads from Boston Market I've served Tone Loke. Pretty nice dude. He okay. goes, definitely goes by Tony. You do not call him Tone or Loke anymore. Oh, just Tony. Just Tony. He's he's Tony now. Uh so, yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. I don't even know what he's up to today. Uh, eating salads at Bur- Boston Market in Burbank. Probably. <laughs> uh, at least he's going for salad, you know? Taking care of himself. Yes. So, now we also meet Einhorn. Um, well, where Ace is at the police department to try to get some intel on who's Tone, working this Tone case. Because friend, yeah. and he wants... He wants inside information, and Tone Loke can't do it. He's like, dude, I'm going to get in trouble. Get you and your ass out of here before, before she comes in. But it's too late because she comes in. That's get right. In trouble. He does this. Uh, also, he talks about uh, Banaka in this last little part, which is a huge thing. Because that's For a death break. By the way, do you have a mint? Perhaps some Banaka? Do you even know what Banaka no, is? No, I don't. Banaka is just a breath spray. Was it the one that he used Probably in Dumb and Dumber, Dumber? Yeah, that he would always miss? Exactly the same stuff. That he stuff. always shoots the wrong way? It's okay. basically aerosolized, like, mouthwash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty potent and awful, honestly. I'm glad that fresh breath uh, science has gone a lot farther since Banaka. Uh, so Einhorn comes in. We get, the like, the slow pan up the legs. Uh, Sean Young play, uh, plays Einhorn. Looks great in this. She looks great right here. Sean, Sean Young's, uh, she's a hottie. She's also from Blade Runner, which will be in our rewatch. Oh, nice. Uh, I, I, uh, I watched a little bit of that movie, and it got boring for me, so maybe I can watch it in a little bit of a better <laughs> setting. 
So instead of oh so la mia, he's asshole la mia, <laughs> and that's great. And holy testicle Tuesday. A little foreshadowing, which, yeah, maybe? Yeah, i say, a little foreskin shadowing right there. <laughs> uh, and it's funny, I mean, Sean Young usually plays, like, kind of tough, mean women characters uh, and does it quite well. And so she asks him, how'd you like me to make your life a living hell? I'm not ready for a relationship right now, but I'll call you. Is your number still 911? Oh, then. Fucking classic gag. Oh, what a good bit. Um, The all righty then comes from his stand-up. Originally, he'd come up and be like, I'm Jim Carrey. How are you now? All righty then. Yeah. And then always everything had to be some kind of face. I bet... uh, I wonder how much game he got just because women were like, if he can move his face like that, yeah, what's he going to be able to do? What them lips do? Ooh. You know what I mean? <laughs> no? No. It's I appreciate a, it, a face thing. It's a, joke. It, it's, a, it's a cunnilingus thing. Is it? He's a cunning linguist. Oh, righty <laughs> Okay, so then we get to this nightclub and Cannibal Corpse is playing. Yeah. Super heavy metal band. And that was apparently on Jim Carrey's request because he's a fan. He, he does love he's it. He's a metal fan? He's a metal fan. I don't All know right. if he's an actual metal fan. He does this bit on uh, like a talk show. He's like, yeah, I, I really like I really like metal music. It's my new favorite thing. And he'd be like, <laughs> just like really make fun of it. But I don't no, think he I actually think he likes He is it. a legit, at least a Cannibal Corpse yeah. he likes. Um, so they got a little scene in here because of him. And he goes through the club to... The door in the back and knocks on it. And uh, what the password is? New England clam chowder. Red New or white? England the red or the white? Clam chowder. Is that the red or the white? Of course, it's the ah, white. I can never remember that. I've never had um, whatever a red clam chowder, but I would imagine it's just a tomato base. Yeah, it is, uh, and I think so too. Which I, but I believe red is the original one and white's like the awkward one, but white's the only one I've ever seen. And it's delicious. Oddly enough. Anyway, so it is, it ends up being white and that opens the door. And so he meets the this hacker, hacker extraordinary, friend, yep. uh, which I don't remember his name. I didn't make a his note. Name of his name is Greg. Cause, Oh, I mean, I oh, yeah, assume yeah, his name Greg. is Greg because he goes, he's uh, there. Oh, yeah, cannibal Greg here. And the guy just keeps headbanging. He's like, Alrighty then. Oh, <laughs> takes out as a, yeah, everything's alrighty then. Yeah. But he also so, calls him Woodstock Mandinga. Um, Woodstock and Mandinga. He's a hippie. He's I don't a hippie know about Mandinga, but uh, so yeah, ask him to search for any personal accounts that have recently bought a fish tank large enough to. Well, I thought you had a challenge for me. He puts glasses over his glasses, right? And then <laughs> yeah. he double it up like a jeweler or something. Mm-hmm. And they find out that Ronald Camp has done it. So. He has another one of his, I'm the richest man in the world parties at his house tomorrow night. That's right. So now they're going on a date. Uh, and he, Tom, Tom Ace. Is that the name he? Tom Ace. Ace. Tom, Tom Ace. Ace. Tom Ace. How are you? Uh, Courtney looking this is fantastic my, this, in her evening gown. It's probably here. one of my favorite little scenes of dialogue in this movie. And I, I wanted to play it here. Um, oh. At least. Uh, at least say it here, because he goes, Tom Ace, pleasure to meet you, Mr. Camp, and congratulations on all your success. You smell terrific. He <laughs> smells it. I was just telling Melissa that one of the first things we learned back at Stanford Law was the modern oh, yeah. proliferation of food poisoning claims against wealthy private homeowners. In fact, if one were so inclined, one could make a quite lucrative law practice with little else. 
how is everyone feeling tonight? <laughs> Just excellent digs. Like, that's a real good little kind of fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, you didn't. This is one of the jokes that I never got until I was older. Oh, I never got it either. I just oh, he's doing he's, a character. Yeah, hoot, hoot, absolutely. Hoot, oh, look, honey, the adorbs. <laughs> he just looks yeah. right in his eyes. And uh, I like, like, hit, hits the cellist as he's walking by and fucks the cellist. Yeah, well, up. I think he pulls the the bow or, out. Like he bumps his elbow or something. Yeah, and see so a little. <laughs> Matter of fact, that was in the IMDb as uh, just improv. That was not. I planned. would imagine that a. Good ninety fucking five percent of this of at least Jim Carrey in this movie is improv. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. And Rod Ronald Camp is correct. Courtney Cox does indeed look wonderful. Yeah, that's true. Uh oh yeah, the eating the things and showing the food in the mouth to the he just like How many times I done that as a kid, man? <laughs> it's Sorry. classic. Sorry, listeners, you can't see this at home, but uh you know exactly what we're talking about. But pretty much, pretty much. Uh all right, so she distracts Ronald Camp while he goes snooping. Talks about his, he's got like an out because he's like, oh, I think it's something I ate here. Maybe. Yeah, I think, gonna, I think it's the pate. <laughs> Probably tastes better on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> so he crawls out the window of the bathroom and does like the super awkward walk yeah. around the grounds. We get the Mission Impossible theme here. That's right. Which is funny because we're going to be watching all of those, boys. I don't I think got I've the seen even set. one of them, so I'm, it'll be fun. Uh, yeah, climbs the fence by the pool to walk along the edge and then climbs back over the fence to go, like, just... He had to avoid the laser sensors. Yeah, that... And, and he's not flexible enough to pull a Catherine Zeta-Jones, or... Well, he didn't have anything to smoke to see the yeah, lasers. Yeah, that's right. Slams up against the wall, just... That is always super, the funny. <laughs> su- yeah, like... Acting like he's hanging on the edge of a cliff here. Just on the edge of that little brick. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he goes right, goes into this room. He sees a huge tank. He's like, oh, yeah. Fucking this, he's got it, guy, dude. This guy, he's he got it. Gets the bucket of fish. He's like, okay, here's Snowflake, here's Snowflake, here's Snowflake. And giant shark. And we get the, yeah, the with his mouth fucking going off. That's not Snowflake. That's not Snowflake. That's not Snowflake. And then he's like being yanked around in circles. That's right. Which is fucking hilarious. Uh, that was always one of my favorite parts as a kid was him like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> um, So, yeah, it's we got the cut, like him getting whipped around by the shark. Amazingly, and the dude, he doesn't die. Yeah, or even have a single Nor, bite mark on his yeah. legs or anything. But uh, we get that cut in with the guy hitting on Courtney Cox. He comes out of the bathroom dripping wet. Do pants not <laughs> go in there. Woo! <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, uh, what else are you going to do? Played so, it off. <laughs> yeah, so as he's leaving, uh, shakes Ronald's hand and sees the ring. That's right. And recognizes that. He notices the, the, the glimmer, the color of the stone, and he tries to pull it off. He like, grabs at his it. arm and looks at it uh, and recognizes, I mean, which, that's a stretch, but. Like his how, first lead. His first lead, yeah, but it's a little stone you found in a pool filter. You're going to be able to see a ring days later and recognize that exact stone and know that it comes from the 1984 fucking Super Bowl championship Well, he ring. does not know that yet because he... Um, yeah, he has to look through a book, but I'm just saying, like, oh, come on. It's a rare triangular cut orange amber, obviously. Talking about? Tonight I saw the exact same stone in Camp's ring. And so he starts looking through the, the books. Yeah, but how do you even know which book to look at? He doesn't. He's just going at it. And then 
Well, if he knows he's trying to look up this triangular cut amber stone, he's going through and second book. There we go. Dolphin AFC Championship ring. It does sound like he know knew what he was going for, but yeah, he knew what he was looking for. But maybe we don't know that he's uh, really into sports, knowing that the Dolphins went to the Super Bowl in '84. Um, I don't think Dan Marino was uh, in that back then, but more on Dan Marino later. And then he maybe he knows the history and saw that ring, and it, probably, it says Dolphins on it, and maybe he had enough time to see Dolphins, and then I guess, knew it comes I from guess, the '84 I ring. Mean, the whole thing of this is he's like just too quirky to have a normal life, but he's actually legitimately good detective. He just cares more about animals than people, so he won't be a real. I detective. don't do humans. Um, yeah. yeah, he he is very competent, and in the IMDb, the original writing of this guy was supposed to be a, a nitwit, like just a dummy, uh, Magoo, lucky kind of guy. Ah, uh, I was like a Mister Magoo. I'm glad they didn't go with that. That would have been. And Rick Moranis turned down this. Ace Ventura. Aww, Rick Moranis. As, yeah. Poor guy. I wanted some more Anis, but uh, it was uh, Nicole Anis. Thank you very much. <laughs> I couldn't get to the soundboard quick enough. Yeah, oh, that was... <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thanks. That man. was something. So, uh, camp is clean because his ring has all the stones. Nicole Aniston's Anis? Yeah. <laughs> That's all what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you... St- Sat with that long enough to really get it in there. I think it's where I was trying. <laughs> it's what I was trying to go for. The who? The her? Thanks a lot. It's low her. So, yeah, I knew I have a note about him pulling out the exact. I don't know. Well, it maybe maybe I'll give it this one. So now we we start the thing where he goes through all the players of that year to check their rings and see which one's missing the stones. Like, a lot of a lot of great gags, though. Like, it gets the guy to flip them off in traffic. Yes, right. Um, and why, but why is he wearing his ring on the middle finger? Yeah, who wears it on the yeah, middle right? finger? Yeah, right, so that's a bit weird. Uh, he goes after the jogger and falls behind. Arm wrestles. Hides inside the mailbox, arm wrestling, and gets thrown across the room. Again, the jogger, and again, can't keep up. Whips ass of a guy with a towel to get punched in the forehead and then goes and counts the marks <laughs> in his fucking Hey, he, uh, the arm wrestling scene, he looked good with a beard. Yeah. That's right. That disguise. That's right. That's uh, right. As, well, I mean, as we have seen in real life later, Jim Carrey grows a hell of a beard. He can grow He a grows head. a hell of a beard. Yeah. Uh, so the title, the urinal scene, which we get, oh. we get our first peek at our, at our gay, gay jokes in this movie uh, where the guy ends up enjoying it. And then comes chasing after him. By the way, he looks at it, doesn't even zip up, and it's all ready to go. Like, uh, he looks down at him, and the, mm. I don't even know who that football player is. Probably an 84 Dolphin, let's assume, because that's what he's Safe looking to at. assume. Yeah, and he's like, gets him. <laughs> looks up at the guy, and the guy's like, hey. Smiles at him. And then he's all like, yep, I'm going to zip up. And he turns around. Walks away. away. This guy doesn't guy, zip up. No, what was he lie. holding on to? Yeah. Continuity. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. That's right. And so then we get, after after the urinal thing, third time with the jogger where he gets the chloroform out and just jumps on the guy's back and takes him down and still knowing. That was I, the last guy. I don't know who this guy. guy is either, but he's definitely the most jacked out of all of the fucking football players. This is the only one that has like actually kept work, up. He's actually working out. Yeah. And running consistently every day. Uh, so then we go to having tea with Courtney Cox and he's just being a big old dick. Cause he's all butthurt about his, his only lead. Like he checked everybody 
and it all they all came clean. So yeah. maybe you were he's maybe you were fucking out. wrong. And he's like, I'm not wrong. <laughs> And what so, do you feed your dog? And, and FC I, championship ring. You know, Lieutenant Einhorn thinks that it may have been an animal rights group. Have you ever heard of FAN? Free Animals Now, started in 1982 by Chelsea Gamble, daughter of the famous industrialist Fisher Gamble. Over half a million members from Florida to Finland. No. Who are they? <laughs> yeah. He's, He's just being super rude, but honestly, he needs to take he needs to take a step back and realize that he is sitting in the backyard of having tea with 1994 Courtney Cox. Take and it how easy, many Ace. millions of fucking people would kill to be having a tea party with Courtney Cox. You need to calm down there, buddy. Um, so, yeah, and you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet he had to do that one a few times. So, uh, you got, where, 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 so, yeah, just. Talk shit on what she's feeding her dog because, what, the coat? Oh, yeah, why? So you could beat him. <laughs> um, so then Melissa, our Courtney Cox character, got a call about Roger Pedactor committing suicide. Why? So you can beat him? But Batty. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, there's just no need for that. Yeah. No, thank you. So that's probably why by the end of Friends, uh, Courtney Cox looked fucking emaciated. Because Jim Carrey called her fatty in 1994, and she, she just had just like gave oh, her an eating disorder, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or something. Because by the end of that show, I remember the last few seasons it was like kind of scary. I never watched that. Show. Uh, I, I, I've seen episodes. But... You know, I've gone through it twice for some reason, and both times have thought, "Why did I do that to myself?" So, for all listeners, don't don't watch Friends. So yeah, they get, Roger Pedactor committed suicide off his balcony. So. He shows up, cops are investigating, and within, within a couple minutes, he has it all figured out. Roger didn't commit suicide. He was murdered, and they're like, get out of here, fucking pet detective. Is this, I think where he says, I don't do people. Yes, he, and, he's talking to Melissa, and what you know, you're, you're so good at this, because he showed them that he can be a real detective. He's over there, I'd hate to, like, who let uh, Dr. Doolittle in? And he's like, oh, I'd hate having someone pointing out all the mistakes I was making. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, why don't you, you know, we need that little thing called evidence. And he goes. And then he goes off and and says all that shit. And the fucking, the sliding door scene, which if, yeah, you could not go to an apartment. (laughs) This. Uh, first apartment I ever went to with a sliding door, of course I had to do that. Like everybody <laughs> fucking did that, right? Yeah. So there's no way that the old lady across the hall could have heard his screaming with that door was shut. Oh, and also there's blood on the railing. That's right. Before he left. Yes! Yes! Oh, yeah! Can you feel that, buddy? Huh? 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 I have exercised the demons. This house took me way too long to realize he's doing the impression of the little lady from Poltergeist. Yep, that's exactly right. Losers! So, he has to find another ring. He wants to know maybe there are receipts at the office. And he's scrolling through receipts and he tells the story of the the crazy dog chasing him. Yeah. And and bites him in his dream and he wakes up. Oh, wait, check this out. Check this out behind my ear. (laughs) Barks at her when she leans in to look at it. And I've done that many times. And, uh... (laughs) That's when he sees... And he sees the poster that has a note. Who the fuck is that? Or... 
because there's another uh, there's a face on this poster that wasn't in the it other one. Wasn't ones. in the one that he's carrying around. Yeah, yeah. So now we now we learn about Ray Finkel added mid season. So he wouldn't have been in that other poster because he came in like missed the big field goal, but still got a ring. That's right. So now we've got to find Finkel. That's right. And actually, the uh, opening announcement for you guys was almost that you were the Einhorns to my Finkel. That's right. But that would have made you a bitch cop. Um, so I want your, yeah. A bitch cop. Well, the so instead Ray Finkel as Einhorn is a bitch cop. The other one was a hiker that got lost. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, which we will find we out. We will later. find out. So anyway, uh, he convinces Homegirl to, or Melissa Robinson, who is Courtney Cox for all intents and purposes. We got him saying, you know, it's, it may not be safe. Can't he go may to your know. Apartment. Um, let's go to your apartment. <laughs> what do you What do you suggest? And of course, we get the lion sleeps tonight and humping, and animals are all watching and bobbing their heads. So the kid's watching this, and he goes, it's a song from Lion King. <laughs> like, yep, that's right. That's all that's happening here. Also, isn't this the song they had to sing to Marcel, the monkey, and friends? I don't remember that. Because he, uh, he was on a movie set in one of the episodes, and they were trying to get his attention, so they started singing The Lion Sleeps Tonight because that was his favorite song. Yeah, and I don't remember. That's over, like so. season one. That's a long time ago. You guys so, are silly. Yeah. So anyway, that's kind of fun that that ties in there. Yep. Um, yeah, what was it? Three times? Oh, this has never happened to me before. <laughs> I must be tired. I must be tired. Okay, I'm ready. ready. Uh, and then we go to meet uh, Ray's parents, and he's greeted at the door with a shotgun through That's the fucking... Right. What do you know about Ray Finkel? Soccer-style kicker, graduated from Collier High, June 1976, Stetson University. No, by the way, Collier is where, that's where he traveled to. And I looked up where Collier County is in compared to uh, Miami, which uh, that's, I guess, where they're doing this Miami Dolphins. Um, it's two and a half hours uh, west of Miami, mm. just to let you guys know what, Col- right. what Collier County is. And he honors Checks graduate out. class of 1980, holds two NCAA Division I records, one for most points in a season, one for distance, former nickname the Mule, the first and only pro athlete ever to come out of Collier County and one... Hell of a model American. <laughs> Pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, especially with a shotgun to the fucking face. Yeah. He was able to do that. Took so, some confidence. Would you put that gun away? He's a fan of our son. And she makes cookies in the shapes of footballs. Laces, Laces out. out. Uh, goes to see the bedroom, and it is fucking crazy town. Well, before then, the scene where he's sitting down, and oh, he's yeah, like, it's like, she expects him back any minute. Yeah, he should be back any minute. Ray ain't coming Ray home. Ray ain't coming home. <laughs> but your wife said you expect him home any minute. She expects him home any minute. See, the engine's running, but... Uh, there's nobody behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that line was pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. And then it's like, oh, so these aren't just old parents. Yeah, and so Rip Finkel's house or bedroom is like covered in dye, Dan, dye, dye graffiti. Dan. and a sports nut, huh? Yeah, yeah, the constant playing of the infamous kick. Yeah, Dan dude. Marino is a dirty pig and shit rot in hell or something <laughs> like that. deserves to die of gonorrhea. Or die something. of gonorrhea and rot in hell, yeah. <laughs> Uh, which I mean, I am I am a fan of old people cussing, old ladies especially cussing in movies, like the old lady from The Wedding Singer. Yeah, mm-hmm. I give me like 
maybe that's why Betty White's so awesome, but you give me a sweet little old lady cussing, I am fucking for it, dude. That's awesome. So what sweet little lady. Should Dave gonorrhea and right in hell. It's wonderful. All because of uh, this all was, because he held the ball with laces. This is in. my Grace Lancer. That's another it's line. My Grace Lancer. <laughs> Eight years ago, he escaped from a mental hospital. So, and they've been bugging the parents to get his stuff because he's gone and he needs to get that stuff. Get out the of shit out of here! So yeah. now we're going to go to the mental hospital. Uh, oh wait! Before Ace. that, Ace, where are you? You better get Dan Marino. Psycho villain Finkel's the mayor. Where's Dan Marino? And so he think he's got an he thinks that Dan Marino's a target now. I mean he's correct. Yeah, he's absolutely so correct. So Dan Marino's shooting a commercial for Isotoners gloves. That's right. And the famous uh, Isotoners, not the same kind that killed well actually they were the, the same kind. The, <coughs> killed uh Nicole Simpson. Sorry. The uh, that the alleged killer was wearing when when they the gloves didn't yeah, do the killing. Unfortunately, we you know, OJ did not fit in them. It did, it, so it did not fit. You must have quit. Fit, fit. Yep. It did not fit. You, you must, must have quit. quit. This uh, here's Chewbacca. So, yeah, the two guys in the commercial that are supposed to, like, fake tackle Dan Reno end up carrying him out. Who <laughs> oh, is this a rewrite? Yeah. Fucking idiot. Throw him in a car. So now he's abducted. He's man-napped. Yeah, that's where I came up with the man-napped. That's where you got man-napped. Fun fact. So I'm I was about eleven or twelve when I first watched this on VHS and not knowing who Dan Marino was and then seeing the credits, it says Dan Marino as himself. I that didn't know that mind. wasn't a name. I thought Oz himself was a like was a the Dutch name? name or something. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know who Dan Marino or what the eighty four Dolphins was, so I assumed Ray Finkel wasn't in the 84 Dolphins. Dan Marino may just be a guy or whatever. So Oz himself was himself. what I thought his name was. <laughs> I didn't know. Wow. I mean, he has been in a lot of stuff, by the way. Really? Ask himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's sometimes like three or four roles, yeah. you know? He pulls a real Eddie Murphy. <laughs> he takes Eddie Murphy. That's uh, right. So, yeah, I have a note here that one of the guys uh, that abducted Dan Marino looks like Nick Nolte. Yes, yeah, the bigger one. The bigger one looks a lot like Nick Nolte. That's right. So he's chasing these guys, and they fire, and he catches a bullet in his teeth. That was like the funniest fucking thing ever as a kid. Uh, he goes and visits Einhorn and lays out the whole plan uh, of what he's what he's figured out so far and what we need to do. And, uh, and so she asks, where where is Finkel now? Because she? if she's obviously, if you guys watch the movie, we're not, nothing's spoiled here. Yeah, I mean, it's from 1994. Fucking get your shit together. So yeah. she knows, a if, we can look, movie. if we can look deeper, you know, you can sort of see her get concerned. Because like, mm. oh shit, he's got, he knows exactly, oh, it's no. calling it out. And so she goes, well, where's Finkel now to sort of see if he knows all of it? And he does not know that. He does not know all of it. Just know he escaped from the mental institution, right? And, and the so, crazy comes out of her and decides yeah. to and call so, Ace a pet detective or call him by Ace and then uh, gives him a little big bit. Big old smooch. Like, with the sexy sax coming throwing in. Throwing him down on the desk type of making out. Your gun is digging into my hip. Your gun is digging into my hip. <laughs> What's wrong, Ace? Want me to read? Oh, and then right? pushes in a little bit more. And then she's going to the bathroom. like, number one or number two? <laughs> but I it, just want to know how much time I have. <laughs> and you hear the piss, dude. It's It sounds like it's coming from a couple feet up in the air. So, uh, Not a boner pee, though. Not a boner <laughs> pee. Not that we know of. <laughs> not the, well, I guess not that we know of. Not a, That's right. So, uh, Ace is going to infiltrate the loony bin is yes. where we're at now. 
Find a find Marino, deliver Snowflake. Find Snowflake, deliver Marino. I have that written down here. That's right. Uh, so now we get to the in- mental institution where he's acting like a crazy football player. Uh, Courtney Cox is there to uh, be the sister, the, the yeah. sister, and admit him. Mm-hmm. He's got the tutu and his hair all crazy. Um, and really, the biggest part from this is when they're out on the grounds and he like acts out the the play and runs into the doctor's shoulder and then. Let's see that in an instant replay. He does the slow mo reverse move and sits back down the bench. Real super slow mo. The kid was watching this and going, What's he doing? Like he's super slow motion. He's in slow motion. <laughs> the sounds are good. <laughs> Anyway, I had a friend back home who would act this out this perfect, so right? fucking well. This and then the bats fucking bit from the second one. Have you seen him with the wings? <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he was a resident Jim Carrey guy. Um, so they go around. Oh, yeah. Was it the water break? And then he slams his face down into that bench really fucking yeah. hard. Yeah. He'll be good there for a, for a good 20, 20 minutes or 20 something. Minutes. <laughs> so... They go out on the tour, and he sneaks into the storage room to go That's through right. Finkel's stuff. Yeah. I love the line, does he have a long history of mental illness? And she replies with, as long as I've known him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so he finds Finkel's box of stuff there. The box of stuff, uh, and sees like his little journal with Die, Dan, Die, and laces out <laughs> yeah. written all over that. Obsessed much? Yeah, and the door starts to open, and he tries to crawl into this fucking cardboard box. That's right. And it's a fucking great bit, and then the guy ends up like not even coming into the room. Just the whole thing of him laughing, and he's going to hide in this cardboard box is fucking hilarious. And he's got like Doc Martin boots on. Uh yeah, I mean, uh, this is like nobody else. I think Rick Moranis would not have been able to do this. Nobody no. but Jim Carrey could have fucking made that. Well, maybe scene the original funny. concept for him. I mean, Jim Carrey added a lot to this thing. I mean, he—I don't know if he improvised, but at least he added a bunch of his own characters into it. The overly confident gay man from yeah. Indian yeah. Colors definitely all over this. You know, the all righty thens. Uh, and then he also in this uh, in this box of Finkel stuff finds an article about the missing hiker Lois Einhorn. He's like, "Whoa, that's right! Holy shit balls!" I believe is what he says there. <laughs> so then, holy shit balls! Tone Loke finds a note saying, "Had a wonderful time. Had a wonderful time. Love Roger." And it was in Lois Einhorn's Lois desk. desk. So. Something ain't stirring the Kool-Aid, man, is what he says. I love that fucking line. Something ain't stirring the Kool-Aid. So then we get Finkel and Einhorn. Finkel and Einhorn. Finkel. Yeah, what's the connection here? The, what? Let's uh, face it. You're a loser. The, uh, for a while, the monkey's pacing back and forth with him, and then monkey falls asleep and calls so the monkey loser a Loser or quitter? quitter? Yeah. Your, your dad, is he calling himself your dad Just or your owner, it. is a your loser. Your master is a loser. Lehu the... But then the dog's laying and his fur That's right. is framing Fingal's face like hair. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel, Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is a man. Oh my, oh my God. Einhorn is a man. So then he's throwing up plunger on his face. And we have the crying game here by Boy George. Which, if you guys are familiar with that movie, 
a man falls in love with a woman, they have a whole torrid affair, and then finds out the woman is actually a man. <laughs> so I did not know that. Lampooting that, like lighting his clothes on fire. And I mean, this was all hilarious. And I don't think it aged well. In the 90s, I guess, that was, you know, it was funny. But now, like... Yeah, you see that he's the, a homophobe the, and yeah, he uses the, the a toilet plunger. The, or the transphobic. Trying to brush the gay away or something. Yeah. Like, that's going to work. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I guess when I... 12-year-old Nick thought that was, like, the funniest fucking thing ever, but... Um, well, it's sort of gay rape, isn't it? I mean, a little bit. She was she was pretty forceful. I would say I've, I would... I've been more freaked out by women aggressively, like, kissing me like that than I, I think was. he's like, more I pissed the, off that I guess the dude on New Year's Eve once like I think this is the reason why he's mad or he sits there and he says your gun's digging oh, yeah, into my, my head <laughs> 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 so uh, <laughs> it eats like an entire pack of gum <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so do, 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 do. gun is digging into my head <laughs> gross okay anyways so now we and get of course it's the 90s we gotta end the movie in a warehouse some kind of a warehouse <laughs> and here we go with the warehouse so like again. a dock warehouse something um it's got like six tvs wired up yeah, yeah someone wire gotta, that up they gotta watch the game yeah well what you really want is a lot of electricity run around uh on top of water that's yeah that's really what you want to do here um so einhorn's there because this is where uh, her secret lair is, I guess, essentially. And Ace shows up and does his more unnecessary sneaking around. Uh, she, I have she toughs Dan Marino. Yeah, as I said, man, by the end of this, my notes are going to get pretty rough. Oh, yeah, she's, she's pretty rough on <laughs> she him. She is pretty rough on him and screams, laces out. Like, and do he, you remember me, Dan? And he's like, I've been hitting the head a lot. Lately. Yeah. You know, if you're trying to get Super Bowl tickets, you're coming at it the wrong way. And she kisses him here. Yeah. Right? More gay rape. And well, uh, she kicks it through that the hole in the, the big the kick pier. Super Bowl's on their way. And Ace is, you know, freaking running around. Would you like some refreshments, Dan? Right back, Dan. Dan. <laughs> and kisses him. He's like, all right. Because he, he, uh, Ray Finkel tries to use his... Uses it as a, a weapon, like a psychological weapon that you don't know it's an actual woman. And he's, <laughs> when yeah, you, you find out, you're going to see gonna, it a little bit later. Maybe you'll kill yourself. I don't know. There's some psychological things going on here. Well, sure. And also Finkel is crazy town. He's crazy town. So, I was, yeah, also he probably um, just likes it. Yeah, but also if he was a NFL level football player, that's a 300 pound uh, dude. He was just a kicker. Okay, it's 200 and something pound dude. You are not turning into a slender... No, attractive no, no. Kickers Sean are like woman. the like. All they have to do is kick, so they don't have to hey, beef Adam up or Sandler anything. Adam Sandler had a whole song about that. Is not all they do. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that song. Uh, how God, I can't remember the ballad of the kicker or something. It's like they always say it's only a thirty-year-old field goal, but they don't think about the end zones five yards deep, and you got to run back and like it. Anyway, is the the lament of the kicker. Uh, so yeah, the Tufts are fucking around with Snowflake and trying to throw passes to it. And I swear to God, that's Nick Nolte. But IMDb says different, but I know the truth. That is Nick fucking Nolte. So he comes in to save Dan Marino. And I, Joe Pesci. That was Joe Pesci uh, with him. So that's a wonderful little combination. Nick Nolte and Joe Pesci? Yeah, those were the Tufts. Yeah. I mean, I, when I, I first ever growing up knew Joe Pesci from Home Alone. Yeah. 
You know, obviously he did a lot of us. And like, uh, what was it, The Super, where he was that fucking awful landlord in the rundown building. But like comedy movies. And so... To like know when, where he comes when from. When Casino came out, which is a later kind of mobster movie, and he was beating the shit out of people. I was like, what the fuck? That's so out of character for him. Joe Pesci? <laughs> Who is this guy? He can't be a tough guy. And then, yeah, you watch like Goodfellas and uh-oh. Oh, you, you laughing oh, at me? Oh, I get it. Funny how. Funny how. Uh, that is in the rewatch. We will have Goodfellas coming up. Good, good, good. There, are, Just to let you listeners know, there will be legitimate movies in here at some point. Eventually. <laughs> Um, so Ace, Ace is, uh, you know, snooping around and he gets the two of them together, uh, knocks one of them out and then the two of them are together and he drops a giant hook, a giant anchor from on the home alone style, like the cans the of paint. Head. Yes. And by the way, it, IMDB says something here. Like so him. the giant hook used to knock the two Einhorn henchmen out, uh, Nick Nolte and Joe Pesci mm-hmm. was originally supposed to knock their heads off. And the filmmakers quickly decided to cut that away so they'd uh, survive instead. Well, there was a quick cut. And, it, and the way that the, the hook was swinging, it looks like they were able to lean they back just enough. They could have easily leaned yeah, back and, and miss it. it. That's exactly right. But, yeah, I guess they were their heads were How supposed to come off. In this lighthearted comedy about pet detective, you're going to fucking decapitate people? Well, you know, they were over take the a top. Take, take a chance. Take, take a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. Abba? Take a chance nope. on love. No. Uh, Sorry, dude. If you have no man, da, 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 take a chance on me. No, no, not Abba fans. All right, they're hard listen. They're not for everybody. All right, Dancing Queen, Dancing Queen. That's right. I just think of the scene from The Office when uh, Andy Andy's asking yeah. Angela out, and he has his buddies conference call in and does take a chance. 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 But he sings it in falsetto or something while playing the banjo or something. Oh fucking Andy! So then, yeah. Uh, he's trying to get Dan Marino free, but Einhorn comes back in, and uh, Tone Loke shows up with all like the cops all come in, and uh, so then it's like something. So Ace is egging her on here, like he wants her to break, and so what would you know about pressure? Well, I have <laughs> kissed a man. <laughs> I love that and, part. Uh, pretty stupid fight scene, but I mean, no other. It's an Ace Ventura movie. There's like, a better it's, it's fight scene be... than the Abraxas versus Secundus <laughs> fucking well, fight we fucking saw last true. week. We can at least see this one, too. Yeah, someone actually worked on this and choreographed it, and the epic finishing move wasn't to grab you by the foot and push you to the ground. <laughs> right. Uh, kill him! Kill him! Kill him! <sighs> and so... Ah, damn it, I lost my spot. Tries to prove... Yeah, well, cops are surrounding him, and he wants to prove that this. Einhorn is actually Finkel. Finkel's really a man. Right. He's like, it's a wig and the hair's real. And it's like, okay, well, how about these? Oh, the boobs are real. You well, can that get that kind of work done. That on the could be done over the weekend. And then Dan calls him over and points out something from behind. He's like, oh, he found, that's why Roger something something, he found Captain Winky. And turns her around. History has certainly shown that even the most intuitive criminal investigator can be wrong from time to time. But if I am mistaken, if the lieutenant there like, is indeed a woman, as she claims she's been to beat be, up so bad by Ace then my friend, she is suffering from the worst case of hemorrhoids I have ever seen. And there's a big. That's old why Roger Pedactor is dead. He found Captain Winky. So they're crying. 
Oh, this is great. He leans against the post and she comes at him with a broken shard of glass. Quick decision. Quick decision. Ah, God. Fucking Jim Carrey in the 90s. You just do not get it. And it goes full circle. She's wearing the ring. Yeah. Takes the ring from her. Steps on her hand. Takes the ring off and, and it's missing. And you can see, like, he really looks at the face. Gets a little bit of mud. Another face. Hey, loser! Right. How many fucking people went around saying loser and alrighty then throughout the night? Well, there you go, man. And so, yeah, then they're driving away. He's getting Dan Marino to the game, who's also leaning out the other side of the vehicle. And this, I don't know why this is like one of my favorite lines in the movie, but... I still to this day say it all the fucking time. But when he asks Ace if he has any more gum, that's none of your business, and I'll thank you to stay out of my personal affairs. <laughs> he just goes, you're a weird guy, Ace. Weird guy. You're a weird guy, Ace. Weird guy. So they get to the game, and the announcer's, yay, Dan Marino, and everybody's going crazy because everybody's happy. It's the end of the movie, and they're on to say that. And he's, yeah, yeah, making out with Courtney Cox, and he sees the albino pigeon mm. over there by the Gatorades. And so he goes over... To get it, but right as he's about to get it, the fucking uh, other team's mascot. Who is this? The Eagles? The Eagle or something, yeah. Eagles versus the Dolphins. So grand, you just cost Holly. me 25 yeah. grand. Blow Holly. <laughs> so <laughs> they start pushing each other a little bit, and it turns into a full-on fucking slugfest <laughs> with the mascot. And just as he's beating the absolute shit out of this Eagle mascot, the announcer's like, the true hero of the day is... World-renowned animal lover Ace Ventura, pet, and like yeah, the right. jumbotron shows him like beating the shit, beating out, the of shit out of him. Yeah, it's a it's a good ending gag. It's yeah. all sweet. Uh, so this is that that that's the movie. Um, Ace Ventura: Colon Pet Detective. Colon. Uh, colon. Well, what about? Rewatchability. Yeah, y'all. I was gonna say. So now we need to go around the horn, Los. You want to start us off? Tell you what? Tell us what you thought. Well, Did you see this uh, as absolutely. A this movie brings back warm fuzzies in my heart. Jokes I didn't get until I was older, and I can recite just about every line in this flick. I will rewatch this movie for the rest of my life. That's a thumbs up. Definitely. All right. And Brandon. You know, I'd never seen this movie before. This was a oh, first. This was a first. Crazy. I can't believe that someone has made it this long and not made it. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, what did you yeah. think of it? You know, the, apparently it's a good movie. Like apparently people, it's a good movie. people like it. People I, do. Yeah, I, well, I didn't, didn't get I, it. I guess I got to try to imagine that if it was a brand new movie today and it came out just this way, you know, mm-hmm. and we watched it today, no one's ever seen it. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't have the I same totally panache. So you, yeah, you and I have a different thing because we watched this as kids, yeah. which was we were the target audience. So we well, grew up with it. Well, I watched uh, When Nature Calls, like uh-huh. when it. I okay. guess when did that come out? 95, 96? Yeah, it was probably somewhere in there. I mean, I didn't go to the theaters, but I was, you know, a, a wee lad. Still didn't really care for it. No. So, okay. yeah, rewatchability, I would never make that. Oh, I want to watch Ace Ventura. Gotcha. Like, okay. Yeah. So there's the thumbs up. Oh, man. And uh, it's, it's weird because I like Dumb and Dumber. Like, uh, I love Dumb and Dumber. You know, Jim Carrey in certain roles, but the kind of over the topness that he does. Right. Dumb the and- mask, I don't. I don't care for it too Dumb much. and Dumber's a little more grounded. A little bit. You know, this. you could have gained some w- major woke points if you said, yeah, that whole fucking crying game scene. No, man. Yeah. He should have accepted her as he was. 
Uh, oh, yeah, damn. Uh, just <laughs> opportunity missed. Then, I gotta, yeah. I gotta show my That's right, my we wokeness. Edit, we edit that in. <laughs> we um, edit your sympathy in. So yeah, for me, definite, definite thumbs up. That's right. So this That's gets right. a two out of three. Uh, yeah. I had the VHS as a kid, and I don't know how many times I watched this movie and quoted. Yes, it. yes. Uh, so this is definitely uh, a read. I don't know what do we call it a rewatchable. It's rewatchable. It's rewatchable. Definitely. Well, it's it's rewatchable. It's not definitely rewatchable, which would be three, three out of three. three. Oh, so but it's this just is just rewatchable. Alrighty then. That's there right. There we go. So, all right, everybody, thanks for joining. Uh, if you like what you heard, please share it with your friends and family. If you didn't like it, share it anyway, because maybe they will. That's right. Um, you can find Thank us you. on Twitter at rewatch underscore the. Or email us at therewatchparty at gmail.com. Is there anything you guys want to plug? Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify. So if you guys got your Spotify, go on Emergency Exit Podcast Network, and it is part of their wonderful podcast of networks. <laughs> podcast Network, of networks. Yeah, okay. Networks of podcasts. Yeah. That's right. All right. So and join us next week as we go fighting for our lives in Alien. I'm Nick. Thank you, Los and Brandon. That's right. And yep. Thanks for rewatching.